What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome, Bike, to the channel. Welcome, Bike, to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Oh, this thing is feeling quick. This thing is feeling quick. We're doing a, a, not, a not quick fantasy football draft today on Underdog, the absolute GOAT platform to do your drafts. If you're not already signed up, the link is literally in the description. It is in the comment section. Uh, I'll write it on my fucking tombstone so you know where to go. I'm going to be honest, man. I'm on one today. Actually, I was on one yesterday. Um, it was a big day yesterday, and we'll get in. We'll, we'll do some story time in a little bit, but I want to I tell you all the rules, get situated, make sure I make my pick on time. We got 48 seconds until the clock starts. Just Sturf, Adel, well, we got a lot of newbies in here today. I don't think I drafted with most of you guys. Dylan David Lee, you're you're not a newbie. A lot of new names, it feels like. Not all of them. I recognize some of them, but a lot of them are new. And you love to see that because that just means uh, I've diversified my charity portfolio. I'm just giving you guys money. So uh, thank you all for joining me today. It's 12-team fantasy football draft of course it's half ppr and this is me picking from the 103 it's a pretty beautiful spot to pick from in my opinion uh, i'd probably rather have the 102 so one quarterback league two running backs three wide receivers and one tight end this is also best ball this is also best ball i really don't draft differently to be honest with you because um i like to do these drafts as if we're doing like a regular mock draft kind of to talk you guys through the player analysis don't worry about my team my team always ends up stinking because there's just too much going on. And uh, oh, Zeke is Zeke is rising up draft boards quick, quickly. And I don't I don't blame y'all. I mean, I literally can't blame you because I've been telling you guys to make that shit happen. Let me get the comment section popping. Uh, I need to mute this group chat real quick. Hide alerts. Stop texting me, sirs and sirettes. Um, so, yeah, for those of y'all that are new to the channel, obviously subscribe and hit the button that looks like this. They call that thumbs up button, apparently. And uh, and this is Underdog. Download it. Use promo code BDGE when you deposit money on there. Deposit 10 bucks. use promo code BGE. They're going to give you $25 free on top of that to play with. It's the best deal on the interwebs right now, okay? Uh, very typical start to this draft. C-Mac, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott. We did hear an interesting piece of news today on the Alvin Kamara front that some believe around the league that Taysom Hill is actually the front runner to be the Saints quarterback this year. I find that very hard to believe. I find that extremely hard to believe. It almost feels like uh it almost feels like last year when Peyton Barber was the starting running back for the Washington football team. I wonder what they're going to change their name to. It's going to be fucking terrible, whatever it is. And, uh, and yeah, technically he was the starter. He trotted out there onto the field and got the first carry. And that feels like what say, say, uh, Taysom Hill's going to do this year. He's going to get out there. He's going to run it like four times. And uh, and then Jason Jameis Winston's going to get on the field. That being said, though, oh, Lord, what did I just do? That being said, though, I think you have to take that into account when it comes to Kamara because if Taysom Hill is on the field, we saw some good games. We saw some bad games. The most important part is those targets and the receptions because Kamara is a guy that finishes the year as 
80 receptions every single time. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80. It's more consistent than fucking animal taking a shit first thing in the morning. Happens every time, you know? And uh, and with Taysom Hill under center, we might see... We might see... I like that. Nikki Cash was cracking everybody in the chat. I see you, baby. Uh, we might see that, that, that tick down a little bit, all right? Uh, more run plays, weird offense... So I, I would drop Kamara probably into the bottom of the first tier if that's the case. If we have Taysom Hill news as a starter, I would start taking Zeke above Kamara probably. You already see I see I, I take Henry above Kamara. Saquon Barkley, uh, that's where it gets a little dicey. I'll probably take Saquon because I like the upside there. And, yeah, that's that's about where it goes. And you could see the first nine picks off the board, all running backs, Taylor, Akers, Eckler, Hill, Chubb, Kelsey, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson. I am up in about five picks. You know, it was an interesting thing that I saw yesterday. Calvin Ridley is actually is actually the odds-on favorite to lead the NFL in receiving yards. That's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. He's not tied with Diggs. He's not tied with Hopkins. He's not tied with Adams. He straight up has the best odds to lead the NFL in receiving yards. And I don't really blame the odds makers. Because they're fucking morons. How can you blame someone for being a moron, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least. So Ridley becomes interesting in the second round. I think, uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes I made in the Scott fishbowl was in the fourth round. I believe it was taking Chris Carson over Calvin Ridley. That was just really fucking dumb. And I'm going to regret that towards the end of the year. So We see Aaron Jones go off at 2-6. I think that's a fucking steal. Ridley at the 2-7. Najee Harris at the 2-8. We're almost up to my pick. We have some very good wide receivers, obviously, on the board. Darren Waller is sitting there on the board. Uh, just not just not going to be taking a tight end in the second round. It's a little too crispy for me. Ah, and this is where things get fucking ugly because... Um. I wanted to go with Clyde Edwards Hilaire there. I really, really did. Uh, I don't like Swift or J.K. Dobbins this early. Quarterbacks, wide receiver. You guys are sucking all the value out of every pick this year, and it is insane. And I'm actually going to do something here. I'm going to go with D.K. Metcalf here. And this week's videos are going to be good ones, man. This week's videos are are going to be uh, players with elite upside. Elite upside, all right. And I don't want to. I don't want to give away all the goods, but DK Metcalf is one of the dudes that um, I think we're forgetting about just how good he was in the first half of the year. Okay, DK Metcalf was another type of animal in the beginning of the year, and a lot of people are like, you know, DK Metcalf's a one-trick pony. As soon as they started playing him deep, he couldn't really separate, and he couldn't score, and he couldn't do all this shit. It's simply just fake news. Oh, boy, I'm bike on the clock. Uh, do we like another running back here? I don't hate the running backs. I'm going to I'm gonna go with a, a, a different strategy than I have in the past few drafts. So, typically, if you guys have been following me, you know I go running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. I run it bike with running bikes. Uh, but I don't really have a lot of shares of A.J. Brown, and I don't have a lot of shares of D.K. Metcalf and these middle-round these middle round wide receivers. So we did anchor our team with our top running back. So I like to have a strong top there. Like, I, I, I almost always go with a running back in the first round. I haven't done many drafts where I, I mix it up and take some of these young, primed-up, fucking sliced-up wide receivers that have really, really high ceilings. 
Um, so we'll mix up the strategy and see what we like in terms of how our team turns out. Also gives me like a really solid setup for stacking. Like Tannehill is very attainable. Uh, DK Metcalf, obviously with Russell Wilson, I could probably even double it down and grab Tyler Lockett as well later on in the draft. If these fucking assholes in the draft actually let me do what I'd like to do, which almost never happens. <coughs> um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the draft comes to me. We're like 16 picks away. So we got so we got a little bit of time. Let's uh, let's tell story time. So yesterday, yesterday was a great fucking day. Yesterday was probably possibly my favorite day of the summer so far. Yesterday I woke up, I went to a coffee shop and I talked to this old lady for like fucking 30 minutes. She was like enamored by my tattoos. She was like 75 years old. And, uh, and she was like, I'm thinking about getting my first tattoo. Sorry, let me make my, uh, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm making, I'm going to keep myself big as hell. Uh, she's like, I want to, I want to get my first tattoo. I'm like, it's pretty like late in, 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 uh, in life to get it. But like sick, let's, let's fucking go. I honestly asked her, it was like 10 AM. I was like, I'll go with you right now. Let's get them. She turned me down on that one, but, um, but yeah, I think it was, I think it was pretty cool that, that she's like just straight up like 75 years old and she wants to go get her first tattoo. I forget what it was. It was, it was honestly, it was something dumb. And I was like, we're on the same page, my friend, let's run this shit. And she started telling me knock, knock jokes. She's like, knock, knock. I said, who's there? She said, nobody. I said, nobody who? And then she just didn't say anything. She just stared at me for like 15 minutes. I was like, I get it. That was pretty good. I tried doing that on Twitter, but I don't think anyone got it because no one liked the last thing I put as nobody pretty fucking mean um hello everybody in the chat we're gonna get through the rest of the day i promise hello everybody in the chat um i love you guys thank you for hanging out with me today if you are new to the channel damn why did my text messages go out 10 minutes late that's wildly disrespectful if you're new to the channel obviously hit the subscribe button if you are um just chilling in the chat there's like nine times more people in the chat than there is the thumbs up uh Hit the hit the thumbs up, please. Okay, so that was the beginning of my day. I had like seven coffees. Okay, I was supposed I, I got a lot of work done. You guys saw me put out a fucking mock draft. It was sick, and my day was starting well. I was supposed to go out with this chick. I was supposed to go out with this girl at like one o'clock or two o'clock or some shit yesterday. Um, honestly, she was absolute smoke show, and then she cancels on me. She was like at a bachelorette party from Monday to Friday and then had two birthday parties to celebrate on Saturday. And she was like, listen, I'm just hungover. I can't do it. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know what? Fuck you. More fantasy football research for me to do. Right. And then, and then I checked Twitter. So I'm a little, I'm a little bit disappointed, right? I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm, I'm drafting from the one Oh three. I promise we'll get back to some fantasy football analysis in a minute. Uh, I just want to tell you guys, you know, I like to, I'm very, I'm, I'm in slow-mo right now. As you could see, um, I'll move myself out of the way. Sorry. So you guys can see my team. Team is Derrick Henry, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown so far. And I checked my Twitter because I'm disappointed, but I'm like, I had a lot of energy, right? I had a lot of caffeine. I was like, I'm about to go on a date. Like, it's going to be fucking fun. We're about to get rowdy. It's about to be a surgical Sunday. And then it gets canceled. Then I check my Twitter, and Gary V is like, yo, Hudson Yards, Hudson Yards, noon. Hudson Yards, 12 o'clock, be there. And I'm like, bet you know Gary V I love Gary V like I love that man with all my heart and soul um he's probably like top three favorite people on the planet it's like my mother snacks Gary V okay Gary V says Hudson Yards 12 o'clock so you know I fucking hop on a city bike it was like 11 42 at this point I hop on a city bike Hudson Yards is uh 20 20 blocks away from me that's where Vayner Media is 
So I get there, a bunch of people waiting. He's there. And uh, he's there, so we're chilling outside. And he comes out, he starts He starts uh, giving out these free books and shit. Oh, you took Tyler Lockett, you fucking cunt. You stupid fucking AK hot takes dumb. I'm about to cut off. I'm, I'm about to cut off story time right now because AK just ruined my whole fucking day. Whatever, you fucking fuck face. Running backs. Where are we at in running backs? Josh Jacobs at the 410. Is that too crispy? I, I Man, listen. Josh Jacobs, the fade has gone too far. I'll take him at the end of the fourth round. He's going to get a shitload of touches. And when you look at... And when you look at... What he did in games where they won last year, he was really good. Like, he has weekly ceilings. He really, really does. I know he's a boring player because he doesn't catch a lot of passes, but he has big-time weekly ceilings. He's going to have games where he scores two touchdowns. Um, So I like Josh Jacobs here at the 410, man. I, re- I really do. It's not full PPR, so it's not like you're, you're missing out on a lot of stuff, right? Maybe you are, but... Okay. Um, Let's see. 412, about to be 5-1. I'll probably sit on running backs for a second. I don't love the value here with any of these guys. Uh, so I could probably grab like a Damian Harris in the sixth or seventh round. Same thing with Chase Edmonds, Zach Moss. I'll, I'll pile up on those guys. Kind of like these mid-round wide receivers still too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Um. Okay, so we got DJ Moore, Mike Davis, T. Higgins. Uh, I'm not. You guys know I'm not a fan of DJ Moore this year. I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't love that offense. I think there's a really good chance that Sam Darnold's just, like, not very good. Um, I kind of need to get – you know, I'm not going to take Russell Wilson here. It's obviously way too early with Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to straight up take Kyler Murray here. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone worth picking at the 5-3, to be honest with you. I love Kyler. I, I, I've told you guys this. Like, he has been rising up my rankings rapidly. Rapidly. Um, Kyler Murray's numbers last year before he got hurt, he had like a 10 game streak where his lowest fantasy point per game total was 24.6. It was insane. He was putting up insane, insane numbers. Uh, so I'm super high on Kyler Murray this year. So I'll take that first quarterback and then I'll hope Russ falls to me on the back end so I can grab him with DK. If not, I can grab Tannehill next, the round after that and stack him with AJ Brown. Uh, bike to story time. Okay. So I pull up Gary V comes out. He's giving away all these manga books. I don't even know what the fuck manga is. It's basically like, uh, basically like um anime in book form i don't even know how to read so i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this but he keeps yelling like free money free money free money you could sell these you can flip them on ebay for 20 bucks a pop so i eventually take some he starts to give out wine got a bottle of wine empathy wines is his is his brand of 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 wine right uh perry yes i like kyler more than lamar uh he is my quarterback too behind Mahomes. that bottle right there is a bottle of empathy wines and uh that is signed by gary v so I get the bottle, and uh, there wasn't a lot of time to talk to him, unfortunately, because there was like 75 people there waiting for him, and everyone kept being like, let's, can I take a selfie? Can I take a selfie? Can I take a selfie? So he's like, all right, let's get a line. Let's form a line so we can um, – let's form a line so we can just do the selfies. And I was like, cool, whatever. Uh, got up to him, got the pictures, said a few things. We had a few laughs, whatever. And I was like – he was like, I'm going to do the pictures, and then I'm going to do a Q&A session afterwards so i was literally right next to him waiting for the q a to pop off and i was about to start talking about bdge and i'm like yo how do we how we scale this motherfucker how about you just like come in as a as a coo a fire animal from our coo position and uh and then you'll be the guy the go-to guy right 
Um, but then someone came and whispered in his ear and was like, hey, you got to go. You're like, you got to hard stop this. We have a meeting right now. So he bounces out of there. Uh, I got a few pictures with him. So I posted those pictures online on Twitter. If you guys aren't following me, Nick underscore BGE. I posted a selfie with him right here. It's me and it's me and me and my fucking guy. And uh, and then Ryan McDowell tweeted something out underneath it. He said, uh, "A business and multimedia guru, along with some dude in a white shirt." Haha, ha. it's funny because Gary Vee was the guy in the white shirt. But we're both big brain fucking business media guru, whatever the fuck, not a fucking whatever. It landed, apparently. A lot of people liked it, thought it was funny, including Gary V. So he hit me back with the facts. Tweet. And then he followed me. So we got the fucking follow from Gary V. So he follows me now. And I need to start thinking up my first DM to him. I need to start thinking, like, how do I slide into Gary V's DMs? Right? Like, what's the first thing I hit him with? Because I can't fuck this up. I've got one chance to catch his attention. Do I just hit him with a bunch of memes? Not really sure how to attack it. But I'm in an emotional state right now. So I don't want to make a big decision in my life while I'm emotional. Uh, because he's a dude that I follow for like eight years. He's literally like a father figure to me. From a business sense, at least. I'd let him adopt me if I could. Um, so he followed me. So at this point, I'm on a fucking high, right? I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, yo, this was a sick start to a Sunday. Like, fuck that girl who canceled on me. We could, uh, we could, we could redeem our day still. Like the, the the day is young, the day is ripe, the day is young, and I know AK Hot Takes is gonna take Russell motherfucking Wilson from me, and I'm gonna lose my absolute shit. I'm gonna lose my shit like I just took a dump in the dark. Um, so. I'm like I'm sitting there. I'm in Hudson Yards. I'm 20 blocks away, and you motherfucker. Fuck. Fuck you. Now, do I risk it and wait for Tannehill on the way back, you stupid fucking cunt? I'm sorry. I got to stop calling you a cunt. All right. Uh, well, fuck these wide receivers. I do like some of the running backs left. I'll grab I'll grab, uh, I'll grab. grab a little chase action. Oh, I do have Kyler. There's a little bit of a stack because he's a pass-catching running back. I think Chase Edmonds is probably a guy where the, where the fade has gone a little bit too far, in my opinion. Um... Where the fade has gone a little bit too far, right? Like when I when I was telling people to fade him, he was an early fifth round pick, and since then we've been able to successfully move his ADP back about eighteen spots. So at this point, you know, Chase Edmonds, I'm fine with him at the end of the sixth, seventh round. You're, you're taking all dead zone running backs at that point. Um, so now we have, you know, we we did fade the running back position in the middle middle ish rounds, but we still have like a nice core of Henry Jacobs Edmonds, and then we also have DK Metcalf and AJ Brown to to stack us up up top. Uh, of course he knew that he was taking Russ. It was a good pick. It was, it was a cunty pick, but it was a good one. I like Damian Harris a lot. I might grab him here if he falls to me. I don't love any of these wide receivers. Uh, I don't have a lot of Robbie Anderson shares. I need some Demont. Uh, I love Demonta Smith. He's one of my one of my fucking boys this year. What do we got at tight end? Uh, no one left that I love at tight end. Uh, snipe me on Damian Harris. Yeah, that's where it kind of falls off there. Um... So I don't want to reach on Tannehill right now. I'm a, a little bit nervous he won't get back to me. Regardless, I'm not going to reach on him. Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to grab Robbie Anderson here as my wide receiver three. So 
Okay, so anyways, meet Gary V. I'm on a high because I see him follow me on Twitter. I'm like, yo, let's go. This is huge. And uh, my dream is to like get on a podcast with Gary V. Like I need to be, you know, I need to meet him for lunch, or I need to like be in his office on a podcast with him. Like I just would lose my absolute fucking shit. And so I'm on a high, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to run home right now. And I almost had to because City Bike was fucking being stupid and told me that my bike was still off the rack when it wasn't. I had clearly parked it to get off. Anyways, take the subway back home. I got the bottle of wine. So Tony and, and TJ are here, and we're fucking hanging. I'm telling them about the day. I'm telling them about me and Gary V being fucking high as shit. And I'm like, yo, let's pop this wine. So we pop the wine. You're going to see all this on a vlog, and I pretty much talked about it yesterday. But on Saturday's Dog Days vlog, you'll see all this shit. Um, so I popped the wine. I chugged, like, basically half of the bottle. I finished most of the bottle. Tony and TJ had, like, a cup of it. And I'm feeling, like, pretty buzzed at this point. I'm like, let's fucking let it rip. Let's let it motherfucking rip. Let's go to the park. So we hit up Washington Square Park. We brought some claws. Uh, we we get to the park, and we're hanging out. And then we just start running into people. And we just start running into girls that we know. That we know. It's fucking Manhattan. There's no reason that we should be running into everybody. But we just start to run into a bunch of people. So we're chilling. We're getting drunk. And uh, and we go out to... We go out to... Uh, oh, first of all, well, I sent Tony deep. I sent Tony deep for a, for a deep fucking a deep route right with this little football that i have somewhere over here and i was like go deep i'm gonna be able to chuck it to you no fucking problem i had so much confidence absolutely like fucking nick young levels of concept con- swaggy p level of confidence i chuck it and it la- line drives lasers into these two dudes who were just sitting there on their towel just absolutely fucking nailed one of their drinks so i went over apologized talked to them for like fucking two hours made good friends there went out to this restaurant in Greenwich Village, which was like Tony's roommate's restaurant. He works there. And uh, it's a nice place, like fancy place. You know, we're ripping Mars. I ordered duck. I don't I've never had duck. I ordered $45 duck. And uh, I was flirting with the hostess. She's an older woman, like 40 to 45. She looked like Salma Hayek. And I, you know, I started kind of flirting with her. And I was, I was told her that was her doppelganger or whatever. It was going well. We were flirting a little bit. And, um, And Tony's roommate comes back out and was like, sorry, I can't like do anything about the check really while my manager's watching. Oh, that was the manager, by the way, not the hostess. I should cut, cut myself off and say, he's the guy's like, sorry, I can't really do anything about the check because my manager is like kind of watching. doesn't want me to give, uh, or I can't just like randomly just take off a half price or whatever. And this expensive ass restaurant. So I was like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, let me shoot my shot at the, at the, at the manager real quick. She's sitting at the front, like the hostess area of the, of the restaurant. So I go back up there and I start flirting with her again. And, uh, you know, and I was just asking her, I was like, what, you know, do you, do you work every single night as the manager? And she's like, well, I'm off like Tuesday and Wednesday. And I was like, okay, let me, you know, let me take you out. Let me take you out for drinks on Tuesday. Um, and she was like, okay. At first I was like, I was in the middle of about to ask her and I couldn't tell if she was married or not. I saw like rings on her finger, but I, you know, once you start getting older in Manhattan, you really got to be checking out for those fingers, man. You got to be on your finger game. And I was like, are you married? And she was like, no. She was like, all right, let me take you out on Tuesday or, or Wednesday when you're off. And she was like, okay. So I pulled her number. I get back to the table. We're sitting there for a couple minutes. Tony's roommate comes back out there and was like, um, and was like, yo, they, we just got the entire meal comped. And I was like, fucking bet. Let's go. So we went in there. We spiced her up a little bit. We got the number. We secured the bag. We secured the date. And uh, and then we secured an absolutely fucking 
unbelievably good free meal. It was sick. So I'm feeling myself. One of the girls that we met at the park that we ran into looks like Zendaya. She looks exactly like Zendaya. And I was like, well, she was talking about how she just got like ghosted by a guy. And I was like, okay, well, why don't you let me, why don't you let me unghost you? Why don't you let me take you out on Tuesday or Wednesday? And she was actually at the dinner with us while I was yelling about, she was at the dinner with us while I was yelling about getting the date with the 45 year old manager. Um, so we secured that bag as well. So now I have like six dates I got to go on in the next six days. Um, so like I was just on one yesterday and I'm sending out fucking, I, here's the thing. Once the girl canceled on me, I was like, I've got too much bent up. Not like, not like it wasn't like a, a sexual thing. It was just like, I have a lot of energy. Like I was ready to have a good fucking Sunday, like get after it. And then I had to, uh, dis Oh fuck. I'm on the clock. Ah, fuck. God damn it. Raheem fucking Mostert. You know what? Actually, that's the first time I've drafted him. So I'm not like, I'm not too pissed about this. Damn, that shit hurted. Wait, did Tannehill already go? God damn it. Nothing's going to plan. Nothing's going to plan. Um I see y'all in the chat. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna close? Of course I'm gonna fucking close. I'm the goddamn Mariano Rivera of McDougal Street. I can't believe I auto drafted that. I thought I was going so well. Like I was I was fucking just ripping through the story and uh and life was fun and then you guys fucking pull this shit. You guys pull this shit. I know who I want here. I know who I want here. There's multiple guys I like. That way if I say that, that's why if I say it out loud, you can't actually take the guy that I want. Yeah, it definitely wasn't James Conner. I tell you that. I tell you that. Uh, what wide receiver do I want? Marquise Brown, Brandon Cooks, Jarvis Landry. Uh, we're going to go with Jarvis. Jarvis is getting a bad rap this year. And here's the thing. Dude, girls are a distraction. Girls are really like a sin. You know, they talk about it. They're like alcohol. Um, I also don't want you guys to think that I'm like a big piece of shit. I'm not. Okay. Like I treat women very well, but like, I'm also not committed to anybody. So I get to do whatever the fuck we want. I want, um, money, power, alcohol, drugs, women, all big problems, all things holding me back for making this, making BDGE into a billion dollar company on God. Um, okay. You know what? Let me put the draft board up on the screen for you guys. So you guys can actually do something fantasy football related, like learn something about it. I actually wanted to say something about Jarvis Landry. So I was looking at Jarvis Landry's numbers. I, <laughs> thank you, Dylan. Uh, I was looking at Jarvis Landry's numbers. And uh, listen, the three games in which the in which the Browns were in that shitty, shitty weather where Baker Mayfield was legitimately completing 12 pass attempts a game, 12 pass attempts a game. 
um, Jarvis Landry was terrible because there was no volume there. But in the other games, he was at his very normal average pace of 10.5 to 11 half PPR fantasy points per game. Like Jarvis Landry is still the same player he was last year. Last year, you also got to remember, he came into the year with a very serious, I think it was a hip injury, and then he had the three games of bad weather. I think Jarvis Landry is a very good value right now where he's going off the board. Okay, back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, so we're going to close. We're going to go out on some dates. We're going to have a very fun time. Again, I treat I treat women very well. If anything, they treat me disrespectfully. All I do is get played. My entire life up to this point has just been getting heartbroken on God. Um, okay, yeah, so we have those two. Uh, yeah, I was just sending out, like, once I had all this energy, I started just sending out DMs. I was like, yo, meet me for lunch, meet me for lunch. Like, no, no one fucking answered me. But then I got, like, seven answers today of people that were like, oh, my God, I miss this. Like, let's hang out this weekend. So I might be hitting, like, back-to-bike-to-bike-to-bike dates on Saturday, which should be fun. Anyways, um, yeah, that was my story time. It was just a great day. We got, we got, I, I met Gary V. Um, I met a really sweet old lady. Gary V followed me on Twitter. <laughs> Draft Arby's early and respect women. And he's all out of Arby's. This might be my favorite live chat comment of the, of earth, in earth, in, in the fucking realm of respecting women. I love this. Hey, Nick, I'm a commissioner of a very competitive league with the boys, a lot like Eat Down, Get Down. I'm needing some advice on keeping everyone happy and returning. We always seem to lose two or three yearly. Uh, I mean, listen, that's part of life, man. You can't really force people to love fantasy football. Um, we, we lose guys semi-often, especially as you continue to raise the buy-in for these leagues. You know, it becomes uh, a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult to keep people around just because passion, passion is a real fucking thing. Like, I have passion for respecting women and... Uh, some people just don't have passion for fantasy football. Uh, where are we at? Okay, you know what? You know fucking what? Corey Davis, another guy that I feel like the fade may have gone a little bit too far. Uh, he's going to get targets there. He's basically paid to be the one. He got three years, nearly $40 million. Like, he could still be bad and probably walk away this with this year with like 115 targets. Corey Davis, boring play. A guy that I do not hate as my wide receiver five. Um... What's up, Nick? By chance, where do you purchase a sticker that you place over your fantasy football belt that says E-Town Get Down? I have the same belt and want to do that for a league. Uh, I, th I think the belt that we have is just from fantasyjocks.com. I think you can, like, customize your belts on there. I used to work with fantasyjocks.com. We don't work on a partnership basis anymore, but I'm still cool with the president of the company, so he sends me some shit. I'm pretty sure fantasyjocks.com, you could get all, like, custom-made shit. Um, what else? Yeah, so yesterday was just a good-ass time, man. It was one of those great days in the summer that just like resets you and you're like, man, this is what, this is why I do this shit. This is why I do all this shit. This is why I'm passionate about things like this because I, I, I do things like this so that I can live my life that way, you know, and really enjoy it and just be a fucking asshole all the time. Uh, where are we at right now? I probably should have taken, what do you guys think on these rookie quarterbacks? Are we, are we pushing the button on any of them? I didn't get a single fucking stack. Let's go with Trevor here. I have like no Trevor. I could probably get Marvin Jones later too. Um. Oh no, I'm a fucking idiot. Marvin Jones is already drafted. <sighs> okay. Uh. Yeah. So yesterday was great. You know. Um. Took a lot of L's, but you got to You got to take L's in order to take dubs, homies. You really do. You really do. Shoot your shot at fifty different things, and you no, know, the worst fucking shooter in the world. Shaquille O'Neal takes fifty three pointers in a game. 
He's going to make one of them. All right, Shaq might not make one of them, but the point remains. The energy of that comment remains. Understood? Um, yeah, just a, just a great fucking day. Just a great day. Great time to pretend to want to be alive. Let's see what we got. What other questions do we have for the league? Hey, Nick, Commissioner of American Federal League. Uh, I respect animals. What? For my league, that's a pricey buy-in. We have a no-trade policy, so there's no arguing over trades. Yeah, that would make me want to leave the league, most likely, to be honest, Brandon. A no-trade policy, that's uh, very dictatorshipy. Hey, Nicholas, Kamish here as well, who also, whom also respects women. Any ideas for good punishment this year for the fantasy loser? Yeah, I have a good one. Uh, make their wife um, have to go out on a date with me, respectfully. Doing my first live draft this year. Best advice you can give me to draft well. Worried some player will be forgotten or going to the radar with the distractions and shit. You mean like an in-person live? Yeah, what I would do is is make sure you use like a very updated um a very updated ranking sheet. Like don't print out ESPN, don't print out Yahoo, don't print out like a very mainstream group of rankings because that's when some of the good players fall to the bottom and you forget that they're there. I would even like print it out maybe like Fantasy Pros uh filter it by like ADP. Not necessarily the guys you have to draft in that order, but it'll let you know like actually where people are getting drafted so you'll feel a little bit better about it. Um I mean, listen, the live drafts are supposed to be fucking fun. If you're not getting distracted, you're not doing a live draft correctly. You know, I'm seven, I'm seven marks deep on my live drafts. I probably, I make fucking wrong picks all day, all day and tomorrow. Also, you know, once you get a little drunk, you start drafting with your heart, you know, which makes it a little bit more fun as well. Nicholas, what's up? Uh, Dak MT and Logan Thomas for Russell, Allen Robinson, and Pitts full PPR. I'd be getting Dak, and I currently have Zeke. Uh, homies, when you give me these questions, I probably need a little bit more context. Uh, one, I'm going to assume that's a one-quarterback league. Two, I'm not sure if it's a dynasty or a redraft. Uh, I need like the – yeah, I need both of those settings. Or that's just like a regular keeper redraft league. Yeah, said nobody ever. Nick, are you partnering with Manscaped? Maybe a punishment for the loser using that. Actually, they they literally just just uh Wait, what the fuck? Dude, am I getting on a podcast tonight? So they July 21st? Oh no, it's tomorrow. That's Wednesday. Sick. Oh man, I'm about to have to cancel this podcast. I'm about to, to cancel a date. Ah, <sighs> boy. Um I actually just got a email from Manscaped like at 12:46, 54 minutes ago. Yeah, we're gonna be working together this year. I'm not even sure what the fucking question was. Nick, what kind of bracelet is that on your right hand, brother? Um, I don't know. Uh, this is like a hair band, some girl's hair band, and then this is. Uh, I just like find shit on the street. To be honest with you, I have like a rubber band on me for a long time. I don't remember what this is from. This is just like a normal string, some kind of fucking string. That's disgusting. I'm not a watch guy. I don't really do jewelry ever. Uh, what tight ends are sitting here? Oh, y'all know I love me some Jonu. I love me some Jonu. Hit me with all the Jonu here at the, at the 12, 10, 12, 19. AK Hot Takes just with that, that beautiful Seattle stack. I'm pissed. 
this is one of those listen there's some people that just bad just draft poorly and i get pissed at them but ak ak uh he's fucking my day up right now with that seattle stack and i'm uh, there's nothing more i could do about it so respect respect to your woman um okay maybe i should start giving some player analysis huh i don't even know why you guys are hanging around here uh, but if you are, the thumbs up button is always a great idea. Subscribe to the channel. Normally, my videos will be a lot more fantasy uh, friendly, I promise. Store. I like to do story times during live streams because I get to like hang out with y'all and actually like talk and you know read your comments and shit. Um, but again, if you're not drafting on underdog, all of these drafts are actually a buy-in, right? $3, $5, 10 You can go up to, I think, like $1,000. Um, so you get the most crisp, the most crispiest ADP, which prepares you best for your actual drafts, right? Best fucking ADP in the world. Uh, so you can you can join 10 different $3 drafts, and you'll be good to go. You'll know what you're doing for your actual fantasy season-long league. And because of that, uh, anytime you throw down $10 on here and you use the promo code BDGE when you do so, they're going to give you $25 on top of that to buy into. They've got tournaments. They've got the Puppy, which is a $250,000 prize pool. They just released the Big Dog tournament today, which is, I think, a $250 entry. So y'all are going to be out of my price range for that one, but... uh. Who we like down here at the 13? I'm, I'm looking between Rager and Sanders. I'm going to go with Sanders here only because I had that decision in two other drafts this morning, and I went with Rager in both of them. I should probably have went with Davis over Sanders because I've been taking a lot of Sanders as well to diversify that Buffalo passing game. You, you want pieces of the Buffalo passing game. They were one of the pass-heaviest teams in the NFL last year, if not the actual pass-heaviest. Let, uh, let me look that up. Sharpfootballstats.com. One of the better sites on the interwebs to uh, to get deep into the numbers. Passing rates, Buffalo at 62%. Wow, they actually weren't that that high of a passing rate. I mean, that's, what is that, top 10, number 11 maybe? But I do want to change this into an offensive margin so we got a neutral game script. We'll go uh, either up or down by seven points, anything in between that. There you go. So anytime they are in neutral game scripts, you see Buffalo all the way up at third. So they have the third highest passing rate in the NFL in neutral game scripts. So you want pieces of that passing offense, whether it's Diggs. Uh, you definitely don't want Beasley. But you might want Davis. You might want Sanders. Um, and that's the thing. It's such a small target funnel because there's no one that's really breaking out. They don't have a tight end uh, consequence. So it's like Diggs is just in for another 160 targets. It's a beautiful thing. Did I miss my pick again? Probably. No, I didn't. Sick. Fucking sick. Um... What else we got here? Let me run through. I'm going to give quick thoughts on everybody that was picked in the double-digit rounds thus far. Like seven words on each guy. Gus Edwards. Floor play who is going to get way more touches than most people anticipate. Good pick in the 10th round. Melvin Gordon, also a good pick in the 10th round. Almost a similar skill set or almost a similar situation to Gus Edwards. I would, uh, I would say probably even more upside. David Johnson. Watson probably not coming back, but also going to get... He's like a poor man's version of... Melvin Gordon, who's a poor man's version of Gus Edwards at this point. So you you don't really want a poor man's two-down thumper. But I like David Johnson down here at 10-3 for someone who's almost definitely going to get 200-plus touches. Kenyon Drake. I'm off Kenyon Drake. I, really, I just feel like they're going to use such fuckboy fucking offensive schemes for Kenyon Drake and just be, like, throwing him out wide and never targeting him. I'm, I'm just not in on Drake. Mooney, uh, fun pick, but I'd probably rather Elijah Moore behind him, who I think will probably be in for a better target share. Michael Hardman, I'm completely off unless I own Patrick Mahomes, which he does not. Uh, Noah Fant dropping to 10-8 is, is uh, really good value, a lot of upside there. Hard to – I can't – you know, someone's got to sell me on Noah Fant in redraft leagues, though. I, I just I just don't 
uh, see any consistency there. Naeem Hines, not a guy I want in the 10th round, a little too early for me. Corey Davis, phenomenal fucking pick, amazing pick. Uh, Tony Pollard, I'm fine with, I guess, but again, he could be putting up zeros for you week in and week out because Zeke is going to be the guy. Marvin Jones, one of the best later round values at the quarterback position or at the wide receiver position, in my humble ass opinion. Rashad Bateman, absolutely love the talent. Could be a disappointing rookie year, statistically speaking, but I think he will be the alpha there sooner rather than later. Logan Thomas uh, at the 11th spot or in the 11th round, I think is fine value. He's not going in like the 9th, 10th anymore, so he's getting pushed back a little bit. There's a lot of targets there in Washington, so I get nervous about Thomas because his efficiency was so bad last year that if his volume dips, then uh, it's not going to be a good outlook for him. Trevor Lawrence, amazing fucking pick. Jamal Williams, fine with the pick. Fine with the pick. Going to get some work. Henry Ruggs, I, I still think Henry Ruggs has a lot of upside. That wide receiver group is completely up for grabs. And if for some reason Gruden decides to turn his fucking brain on and use him the correct way, I, I still think Ruggs has upside there. So I like the pick of Ruggs here. Matt Ryan, absolutely hate him in fo- fantasy football this year. Darrell Henderson, won't be taking him either just because I like Cam Akers too much. Justin Fields, fine. Uh, you're going to probably have to draft three quarterbacks, though, if you do draft Justin Fields because he... We'll be sitting to start the year. Most likely Gasicki. Eh, I'm very, very meh on Gasicki. A lot of, lot of, lot of players in this Miami offense, and uh, I don't think he's even top three or four in terms of weapons. Aguilar and John Brown kind of switch spots this year. Aguilar going to be the alpha there in New England. John Brown could take over the alpha in Las Vegas. Um, so they're fine. I, I've been getting uh, shares of both of those guys in best ball. Tua, big fan of Tua this year. I know that there was reports that just came out today that. You know, Miami's still a little bit worried about it, so they want they could still go after Deshaun Watson. That's fucking every team. Every team's going to want Deshaun Watson unless you have a top-five quarterback. Rondell Moore, uh, statistically not a guy I think is going to have a great rookie year. Irv Smith, I'm still kind of on Irv Smith, but I would rather have Robert Tunyon here. Robert Tunyon is just uh, exactly what you look for in a high-upside tight end. I'm going to be honest, I'm out of fucking breath. I can't do this any longer. Whew. 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 I got, a, I got a crispy idea for you guys. I got a very crispy fucking idea. Jacoby Myers, are we in on Jacoby? No, but we're going to take him anyway so we can get the double New England passing game stack, which nobody, and I repeat, nobody should ever try to fucking do that besides me. This is like one of those commercials where someone does something absolutely out of control and they tell you, like, kids, don't try this at home. That's me right now to you. Kids, do not be drafting Jonah Smith and Jacoby Myers when you're doing best ball drafts. Don't be drafting the Patriots' fucking passing options. Okay. Um, MVS, love that pick. Robert Tunyon, man, is a guy that uh, that will be featured in my The Fade Has Gone Too Far video. Robert Tunyon is just super athletic. He was super efficient last year. And now that we know he's... Or we keep trying to force like Jay, Jacob fucking Sternberg, Jay Sternberger. And now we know who the starting tight end there is in Green Bay. We don't have to think about it. And he's got the profile athletically. He had the efficiency last year. was very efficient on a per-target, per-reception, per-route basis. And I just think there's no one else there to compete for targets with besides Adams and Jones. So I love that. I fucking love it, dog. What else do we got? I think Ferkser is like a decent pick down here as well. We have seven wide receivers already. Yeah, we need another run bike. Oh, boy. The running back situation is ugly. Ugly. There's not even a single... Ah, uh, fuck me. Fuck me in the... F- whatever. Um... Yeah, so you probably want to make sure you have your fifth running back by the time you hit round like 11. Uh, your fifth running back should most likely be one of the guys in the 10th round here. Um, I just think like, I mean, look look at the guys going in like the 12th, 11th round. Latavius Murray, Singletary, Darrell Henderson. Um, 
Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard, Naeem Hines, and then the guys right before them, Gus Edwards, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, who I feel like their workload is just so much more guaranteed than the other guys that we were just talking about. These guys need to be the last tier of running backs that you draft. Like you need to be drafting these um you need to be drafting these guys in the tenth round if you're if you're light on running back, because the volume is certainly going to be there. So now I'm sitting here with four running backs. They're not even that good. And there's no fucking hope for a fifth running back. It's ugly. I got to get off Gary V's page. It's getting out of control. This guy's been going, going at, like going at me for all day. I have no idea fucking why. You love to see it though. I'll pay for your entry fee in a real league bet. Pull up August 2014. What does that even mean? Probably got a fucking date that day. I'm probably respecting women that day. Sorry, buddy. Um, Where were we? All right, so we're entering the 16th round, and this is the squad so far. Kyler Murray, Trevor Lawrence, Jonah Smith, my only tight end. I might have to, I might have to triple down on... See, this was a, such a bad fucking team. This is a bad team for a few reasons. Uh, the only reason I grabbed those two New England stacks, the Jacoby Myers and Jonah Smith, was to triple stack it with, with Cam Newton. But the fact of the matter that I took Jonah Smith as my first tight end means I probably need three tight ends as well. So this might be a team where I have three quarterbacks and three tight ends. And that means we're going to be hurting at the running back position a little bit. But I do kind of like the upside of these running backs. Like, I don't love Mostert. I don't love Chase in their situations this year. I think they're risky as fuck, but it's hard to deny the actual upside that they have. There we go. And we just locked up another sponsorship with Truff. You guys know Truff Hot Sauce? We're locking in the fucking revenue right now. The revenue is being locked up. Um, How are we, people? Love the shorts, Nick. Thank you, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying making them. They're pretty fun. And they're very easy to make. What up, Dave? PPR, RB early. Always, baby. Don't matter what fucking league. Congrats on 50K subs. Been with you since Snacks had a beard and you didn't. Wow. Wow. Have I been at YouTube that long? Whoop. Oh, we got some super chats in here, huh? Sorry if I missed out on the super chats. We just got a lot going on. Let me see if I can find them. Sartek. Did I say that right? You are a content machine. Keep on trucking. Appreciate you. A couple words on AJ Brown, DK, Scary Terry. All systems go. Yes. Um... I actually drafted A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf on this team. I think uh, if you look at what – I mean, listen, A.J. Brown was like the wide receiver seven or eight in fantasy last year on like 105 targets. Okay, Julio's coming in, but like Jonu and Corey Davis leaving opens up about 150 targets. This passing game is going to be so focused on these two, and A.J. Brown played with two fucking surg surgically fucking repaired knees last year. Uh, so his, I don't think his upside has even been touched. So there's a possibility A.J. Brown still goes off as like the wide receiver three or four this year. What do we got? Tight end spot. Oh, it's fucking ugly down here too. God damn. God damn. God damn. We're gonna go with Zach Ertz because uh, is Cam Newton taken already? Nah, he's gonna be sitting on the board there. We're gonna go with Zach Ertz because I still feel like he's gonna be moved to Buffalo. Um. So yeah, AJ Brown. 
he has a lot of room to grow in the target situation, which means he's going to be a beast because his yards per reception is always like 15 to 17 yards per reception. So anytime the targets grow, his number is going to grow. DK, I think he has a very realistic chance of also finishing as the wide receiver one overall. He was amazing over the first half of the year, and then this offense kind of died down. But everything about the offseason reports this summer have been centered around this offense being more up-tempo. And uh, if that's the case, let's fucking go. Wheels up for DK. Uh, and the other thing about DK, too, is like, again, I, I meant to say this earlier on, but when you're looking at, you know, these different resources like Matt Harmon's reception perception, DK Metcalf tests out as like a 95th percentile separator uh, versus man versus press, right? He's not just a one-trick pony. He's not someone who just runs deep. He could run every single route uh, that you can give him, and he separates on all of them really successfully. So the drop-off in, in I mean, you look at every, you, you can look at any player on the Seahawks. You can look at Russ. You can look at other people give Tyler Lockett shit, but like they all died over the second half of the year, and then they made the coaching change. So I'm on board with DK this year for sure. Scary Terry's actually a guy that the fact that he's going like five picks after Brown and and uh, DK make me a little bit nervous. Terry's a guy that I I have not found myself pulling the trigger on in the third round. Y'all know I loved him about as much as anybody last year going in. I drafted him in basically every league. This year the price is a little bit high with the new weapons being added. Man, I just I don't know. It's it's tough for me to tr- it's tough for me to trust again after all these girls broke my heart, man. Tough for me to trust them. It's tough for me to trust fucking uh, Cam Newton, but I'm gonna do it anyways. I think Cam. I think Cam's gonna be so much fucking. I think Cam's gonna be such a surprise fantasy player this year. I'm really in on Cam Newton this year. Um, so yeah, those are my those are my thoughts. Peace. Fucking concerns about those three players. Is this a fantasy football mock draft? Sounds like an MTV show. No, this is an MTV show. Why would you think it's a fantasy football mock draft, Keith? Fucking Keith. So that is uh that is my 17th round pick. Oh, we're 18. I have to pee really fucking bad, y'all. So if you guys can hold down the chat for a minute while I run to tinkle, that would be fantastic. I'll be back in about two minutes. Um, make sure to hit that thumbs up button while I'm away. If you're new, also subscribe. I love you. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Guess who's bike? Bike again. Perk is bike. Respect your woman. Guess who's bike? Guess who's bar? Does anyone even make a fucking pick out here? I like these pick. I like these uh these running back picks from you guys here. Bryson, big fan of Khalil Herbert. Um, C-Spin, like Salvin Ahmed, I think is a great pick as well. You know, everybody's high. Like Miles Gaskin, the fact that he's like a fifth round pick, while Salvin Ahmed had multiple games of like 18 plus touches last year. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like Salvin Ahmed will, will find his way into fantasy lineups again this year, one way or another. So I like him in the 18th round a lot. Uh, Jay Search, I know you just did that to be a cunt. Like, that's a bad pick. That's a bad pitch. That's just like a, a not a good pick, you know? Sartek, do you live in New York, bro? Have I met you before? Um, Mac Jones, like, even if you're doing it to piss me off because I took Cam, like, Mac Jones is not going to be a fantasy-relevant player this year that you want to actually put into your lineups. All right, so we're going to have to take another tight end here. And... uh, Cox, can we stack anyone here? Who's our quarterbacks again? Kyler, Trevor Lawrence. Man, I think I should just take Tim Tebow here, probably, right? What about Dan Arnold? Y'all in on Dan Arnold? Because fucking uh Ian Thomas stinks. Yeah, Carson, I know it was when he's hurt. I'm just saying though. Like they trusted him with the big workload. I think they trust him as a player, you know? So that should that should goes that should goes a distance. We're going with Dan Arnold. I have no fucking idea why. I really don't know why. But that's you know I've never made a pick at the 1810 and had a good reason why. You just did they're not there's no reason for what you're doing in the 18th round. There's no reason for what I'm doing most of the time in my fucking life, let alone in the 18th round of a goddamn best ball draft. Uh, and if you guys want to draft with me again, y'all, I post the links to these drafts. One, you got to sign up for Underdog, obviously. The link to download the app is in the description. Um, is in the description below. It'll take you right to the app store. And then when you deposit 10 bucks on here, they're going to give you 25 free dollars to play with. There's also pick'em games. I hit a pick'em game the other night uh, for the NBA Finals game. I had uh, Chris Milton over 25 and a half points. Then I had Chris Paul over nine and a half assists. So we smashed that. We turned 15 bucks into 45 bucks. It was beautiful. Um, so yeah, the pick'ems are fun as shit. I'm gonna be doing so. So, so honestly, sign up now because the pick'em games during football season are gonna be incredible. The over unders are gonna be fun as shit. I'm gonna be nailing those weekly. And. Uh, and this is the final squad. We got Kyler, Trevor Lawrence, Cam Newton. The optimal stack is definitely not going with three tight ends and three quarterbacks. You should do three of one of them if you want to, based on the strongest uh, position that you have. We went with the wide receivers early. I like the wide receiver group. I obviously don't love the running back group. You start two running backs, and there's also a flex spot. So I usually tend to go with five running backs because I like to fill the flex spot with a running back. But I think we'll be fine given the wide receivers that we have. We have a lot of volume between the top like five, six guys. And then, obviously, the best stack in the game between Cam Newton and Jonu Smith and uh, and Jacoby Myers. Let's answer some questions. How we doing, y'all? Let me uh, let me break this down real quick. Let me uh, go full screen on a on a motherfucker. What's up? Also, yesterday I realized I didn't eat fucking anything until we had dinner at that restaurant. Probably why my face looks so sucked out right now. Um, literally, the first thing I ate yesterday, I was eating like a, the first thing I ate yesterday was duck. That's like fucking, that's king, that's king shit. Like literally, I think kings in like Zimbabwe eat fucking duck for breakfast. 
Gronk is being disrespected. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any late round tight ends y'all are targeting this year? Dude, I really, really like Robert Tunyon. I like Robert Tunyon, Jonu Smith. Still like Irv Smith a little bit. And uh, I like Gronk too because that's another passing game I just want a piece of. Nick, Superflex to quarterback league? Uh, definitely prefer Superflex. Uh, not if you're in a bigger league, not everybody's going to have two starting quarterbacks every week. So I don't think they should be penalized if like guys get hurt or uh, multiple bye weeks happen on the same time. And like they should be at least be able to start like some shitty wide receiver three to get some points, in my opinion. My humble ass correct opinion. Chubb or Jones in a redraft? Uh, dep- if it's standard Chubb, if it's not standard, every other scoring setting, I would definitely go with Aaron Jones. Uh, and I would go Mixon over Najee. Do the Cardinals have a tight end? I feel like they signed someone this year, but I don't remember who. So we're basically going to go with no. Currently holding the 101 as well as an additional fourth rounder. Would you keep Deontay in round nine, Hawkinson in round 10, or Chase Edmonds in round 12? Uh, Okay, so you're holding the 101. I'm, this is a redraft league as well as a fourth round. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused by the is a keeper league. Ryan, I'm kind of confused by that question, to be honest with you. My brain, here's the thing with yesterday, when I got like day drunk and I was pretty fucking ripped yesterday, I was pickled, I get really bad sleep. So I'm probably running on about three hours of sleep right now. Uh, So it's taken me a lot to get through the stream. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm surprised I haven't died on one of these streams. This is definitely one of the, one of the top ways I could go. So if your questions are like too difficult, I, my brain can't really comprehend it right now. So I'm sorry. Bananas, apples, or oranges? Well, I'll give you the 103 is for sure oranges. Bananas and apples are very, like if I'm just straight up surviving off of one food, it's definitely going to be apples. I like apples a lot. Bananas like has their time and place. Like I really like bananas and oddly, I love the texture of bananas. And I like a lot of banana flavored things. Laffy Taffy bananas, absolute goaded. The problem with bananas, though, is they don't fill me up at all. Like, I legitimately need to eat, like, four bananas at one time in order for it to even impact me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got to get the fuck off here, y'all. Uh, make sure that you sign up for uh, for Underdog, please. That's the best way to support the brand. Um, And I'm sorry for those of y'all that are new to the channel and had to endure my story time. Uh, but if you didn't enjoy it, fuck you. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.